Next on BYU Sports Nation, I'll take the triple-double special, please. Kyle Collinsworth leads BYU basketball to a 15-point comeback win in L.A. The NCAA triple-double king joins us live to discuss his latest stat sheet. Spectacular. Plus the other record Collinsworth set and Jerem Jordan joins us to revel in the success of another BYUSN Karma Road win. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, January 22nd, this is how we do it. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who I am proud to report now knows the difference between pink and rose gold, Brian Logan. That's right. I officially know uh, when you're in the light, it's pink, and when you're in the dark, it's rose gold. (laughs) 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 That's the bottom line, man. Sometimes it's pink, sometimes it's rose gold. So, you know, I kind of got two colors in one, so I, I think... I feel a little bit better about myself now, man. I got my money's worth. I got two. I got one phone with two colors. Wherever I want it to be. That if I want to wear red one day, then I make sure that I my phone is in the, is kept in the dark. If I want to wear white or pink one day, I got to make sure that I'm, it's out in the in the sunlight. Tell you what, man. That conversation yesterday really escalated quickly. It did, man. <laughs> it, did. it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. You know, I you know I think a lot of people took. Some you were jabs. a good sport. It, Hey, you know what? I'm I'm comfortable in my skin, man. I'm okay with with all of this, you know, that I have going on, including my phone. So it was fun, you know, to try to see people take jabs at me, but it didn't really affect me because, you know, I'm rubber and you're glue, and whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Oh snap! I just took it back, man. <laughs> Throwback Friday. Brian. That was like red light, green light. <laughs> Throwback Friday. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know such a thing existed. Hey, we just made it up, man. Okay. Just like that's th- what like, we do. Like ten seconds ago, that's we just made it do. up. Throwback, Throwback Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay, BYU Sports Nation Karma representing again on the road. BYU beats LMU. Jerem Jordan will join us from Southern California in about fifteen minutes to talk about the most interesting thing he heard during the post game. Here are the rest of today's BYUSN headlines. As I mentioned. BYU wins 91-80 over LMU, a second-half rally, erasing a 15-point deficit in the first half. The Cougars shot 67% from the three-point line, and now we'll play Pepperdine tomorrow in Malibu, live on BYU TV, tipping at 8 p.m. Eastern. Got me a little bit nervous, man. I, for, for, at first, I thought I was going to get away with not having to do a snow angel, you know, almost, almost naked, but, you know, one more. One more to go. Snow Angel in the Snow, snow angel, yeah. with spandex. Yep, with spandex on. Yep, that's right. Re- recorded by your rose gold phone. <laughs> that's right. Yes. That is right. Actually, it might be pink because we'll be outside. Oh, so right. Sun, outside. The sunlight, you know, the angle. Okay. The 45 degree angle that hit the sun hits the Yes. Uh, it's going to be pink. The so. refraction of the light. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of inspired second halves, after just attempting one Field goal in the first half, Spencer. That's amazing. Kyle Collinsworth recorded his 10th career triple-double 
with 10 points, 13 rebounds, and 15 assists. 15 assists, a new career high for Kyle Collinsworth. BYU women's basketball taking care of business at home in the Marriott Center, 75-61 over the Lions of LMU. They lead the WCC with a record of 7-1. and They've won seven straight. Lexi Rydalch had 28 points and 11 rebounds in that victory. Balling so hard. Uh, number three ranked BYU men's volleyball begins the first of a two-game series against the nation's second ranked team, Long Beach State. That game will start at 10 Eastern time in the LBC. And we'll see if the BYU Sports Nation karma translates not just from basketball but to volleyball. We haven't really mm. attempted it with volleyball, so we'll see mm. just mm. how powerful that is. Jerem Jordan will be in attendance pressure, at the volleyball match tonight. Pressure. Here in the Smith Fieldhouse in Provo, Utah, BYU Women's Gymnastics hosting UC Davis and Boise State in a tri-meet this evening, their home debut. You can watch that live on BYU TV starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. It is a weekend full of awesomeness and BYU sports. So rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU loves L.A. Another steal by Collinsworth. Foul, he's going to go to the line. A chance at a triple-double. Free throw, good. A triple-double for Collinsworth. His tenth. Again, I'll take the Kyle Collinsworth triple-double special. Goodness gracious. More on that in just a bit. I love that commercial. BYU beats LMU 91-80, outscoring the Lions 51-30 in the second half, sparked by Kyle Collinsworth's NCAA record, 10th triple-double. As my friend Brian just pointed out, 10 points, 13 rebounds, and a career-high 15 assists for Big Russia, because that's his Twitter handle. And that makes way (laughs) for our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. More number fun. Kyle Collinsworth is the all-time assist leader at BYU now with 579 career assists, passing Matt Montague's Previous record of 570. It's a lot of sharing the ball, that Brian. Is. Sharing is caring, man. Put others first and great things happen, as you saw last night. And and you kind of wondered, um, you know, was he doing the Kobe Bryant? I was, I was like, is he mad at somebody? Is he just mad at Coach Rose? Does he just want to go home? You know, what's going on? Why is this man shooting? He didn't take uh, a shot till a minute no, left in the first half. No, and, and it, almost, it almost kind of felt like he wasn't even trying to. And I, I thought maybe... Well, does he want to get the guys going? I mean, they, they struggle on the road, so maybe he's trying to let other people uh, get, uh, get get on fire, get get a rhythm. Um, and it wasn't just it wasn't working. And so I was like, what's what's going on? And then he came back and said, Hey, you know what? I'm about to just take this thing over. And uh, I think the rest of the team really was inspired uh, by the emotion and the energy that he brought. We'll ask Kyle why he didn't take a shot until late in the first half when we talk to him in about 25 minutes. The NCAA triple-double king on BYUSN. The Cougars, led by Kyle, and here's the, here's the funny thing, Brian. He was asked about that assist record we just brought up, and he didn't even know. Listen to this. What does it mean to set the uh, BYU career assist record tonight? That's tonight? Yeah. It's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Add another one cool. to the list. Cool. Yeah. Add another one to the list. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. The Cougars now 14-6 and six overall, 5-2 and two in West Coast Conference play, and picked up their third true road win of the season. We have discussed a lot of good things. And that makes way for our Twitter question of the day. 
What was the best thing that happened for BYU basketball last night? First tweet at Big Bluey. We got Jacko in foul trouble in the second half. <laughs> Casey, 10th triple-double. And, oh, yeah, Zags lose in Moraga. Just Hashtag just keep winning. Now, here's the interesting thing about that. Gonzaga losing in Moraga, I'm not so sure that's the best thing for the West Coast Conference. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We'll get to that in just a bit, but let's focus on BYU and what I think, Brian, was the biggest takeaway for BYU in terms of the best thing that happened to them last night was in, in previous instances this season when they got down big, they'd fight back and they just couldn't climb the hill. They couldn't yeah. get all the way back. They hadn't been able to do it until last night. They recovered from a 15-point first-half deficit, and this, because they won this game, that will reap dividends down the line when they are struggling, saying, hey, do you remember the LMU game? Yep. We won that game, and we can win whatever game they're in when they're having trouble again. I, I think why that uh, was so significant and, and, and really the push for it was Kyle Collinsworth and, and you look at Nate Austin. Both had some plays where uh, they, they drove, went to, the, went to the, uh, the hoop, got fouled, and won. And you just saw the emotions, and, and you saw the intensity. And Kyle looked over to the bench and was like, let's go. Let's stop playing with these boo-boo McFools. Let's get on it. We are way better than them. And, and you just saw the bench react. Everybody stood up. I mean, towels were flying around. And, and then a couple of, of, of minutes later, you know, Nate Austin did the same thing. So what do you have? You have your two senior leaders, you know, guys that you look up to, you respect. You know, they hold records and you see them getting juiced. You see them getting turned. And which, what happens? Naturally, it's the, you, you start doing the same thing. It's like Jamal Williams. You know, when he, when he you know, uh, uh, goes for a run and, 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 and it's 10 or 15 or even five yards, it doesn't even matter. And he gets up, starts clapping his hand. What, what happens? The whole entire team and stadium, you know, just gets filled with electricity. And, and from that moment on, the momentum uh, and the swag just just took over, man. And I, and I remember in 2009, you know, we had lost to, to to Florida State. We had lost to TCU. So we were like, okay, there's nothing really to play for anymore. And we were struggling, even on the road and even at home, because we didn't have that swag. We didn't have that mojo. And the seniors, you know, Max Hall, Dennis Pitta, Jan Jorgensen, all, all got together. And they said, you know what? We're, we're going to go out the right way. We're going to do this thing the right way. We're way better than all these teams. And so we're going to practice harder. We're going to keep all the intensity up. And the rest of the team, man, we just, we just followed our leaders. And so, like you said, Spencer, if they are ever in a situation like this, they can remember, hey, leaders, Dave Rose, hey, leaders, I got, you guys got to step up. Coaches can only do so much. Nate Austin let out a few Rexosaurus Rex roars last night after three-point plays. Exactly. I remember the specific moment from that one. It's me, let's go! Yes. You love to see that from guys when you need vocal, emotional leaders. BYU's three-point shooting in the second half, oh, by the way, led by the young guys once again. Nick Emery, boy, Man, the guy has just some serious innards to take the shots that he does yeah. and make the shots that he does. Confidence. Coupled with Zach Selyus. Zach Selyus is 18 years young, and he's playing like, you know, whatever. It's, it's going to go in. Every yeah. time he shoots the ball, you think it's going in. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there's something about just the, the confidence and, and the swag that these guys have. And 
I, I, I think the I think they're starting. And, and I mean, let's see now, Spencer. Let's let's see if this can can can, can continue and can and can t- can carry over, especially on the road. But I think this is really that time, that midpoint, as a as a freshman in probably almost any sport where you get enough game reps, you you see, you know different players and different styles, and you start to just become more comfortable. Uh, the, the speed of the game you catch up with finally. Um, and then you start to put your own little swag and flavor on things, and you're no longer on that yellow bus. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe not the short yellow bus, maybe the long yellow bus. You're integrated and, to yeah, a degree. Yes, you understand everything. You're now. in the flow. And so now your true athleticism really comes out. But let's see if, if they can continue to be consistent. That's the thing, is, is let's – uh, I just go back to yesterday. I want more. You want, I want more? more? Well, they shot more. 67% from the three-point line, 8 of 12 as a team in the second half. You want more than that? Here's, no, I want, I want more of that. Oh, you want more of, of that? that. Okay. Yeah, Here's yeah, what yeah. it looked and sounded like last night. Emery for three from way outside. Celius open for three. Got it. Emery's got a hot hand. Drops another three. Celius for three. Fisher spotting up for another three. Three in a row for Chase Fisher. Good grief. More of that, please. Yes. I'm with you on that one, Brian. Eight of 12 in the second half. And as gratifying as that win was last night, the way it happened with all the Collinsworth headlines, BYU now has to turn the page less than 48 hours later, again, just like they had to do with Gonzaga going to Portland, and they go play another road contest that carries every bit of the importance that that Gonzaga game did last week. You say, huh? In terms of competing for a West Coast Conference regular season championship, BYU right now third in the WCC. They are a half game back of the Zags and a game and a half behind St. Mary's. But who is right behind BYU? It's Pepperdine. They're 5-3. and three. BYU's 5-2. and two. Okay, It is crowded at the top, and BYU could really use a win tomorrow in Malibu if they want to win what would be their first ever WCC title. See, and, and the thing that concerns me, and this is why I said let's, let's see how this thing plays out, is because they, they, it, it was a similar emotional win uh, at, at Gonzaga, and then you come and, and you kind of lay an egg. Uh, you know, against Portland. So I'm hoping that the same thing doesn't happen, right? I, I hope that they can, they, they've learned that lesson. They can ride the emotional wave when need uh, and really turn the page and, and, and focus. And if that means, you know, looking at some, 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 I don't know, some stats or some numbers to figure out a way that, hey, we haven't arrived yet. You know, we kind of still suck. We still stink. Uh, you know, let's turn it on. Let's have the proper mentality. Uh, then I think they'll be fine. I don't think they can have slow starts against Pepperdine. BYU, again, this is a Pepperdine team that handed St. Mary's their only conference loss in Firestone Fieldhouse in Malibu. BYU, they win tomorrow. They're in great shape. Now, the West Coast Conference as a whole, after St. Mary's beat Gonzaga last night, it looks like a one-and-a-half bid league. And you're like, one-and-a-half bid league? What the heck does that mean? One-and-a-half. One-and-a-half, sir. One team is going to get in, and the other team is squarely going to be on the bubble, at least how it stands right now, or they might get in or they might not. So it could go one, maybe two. Gonzaga right now, not in. Mm. Not in. Uh-huh. Exactly. What? what in the world? So just root for a lot of parity. Root for, root for St. Mary's and Gonzaga to keep winning the rest of their games so their RPIs stay high so that when BYU does have them at home, they can take advantage of that RPI boost and get quality top 50 wins in the Marriott Center. 
It's all up to Jerem, man. Put it all on Jerem. We'll talk more to Jerem Jordan about that very specific thing in just a bit. Join our conversation on Twitter. What was the best thing that happened for BYU basketball last night? At Jay Zojo Bryan said, outscoring LMU by 21 points in the second half. Mm-hmm. BYU overcame a deficit. It was the biggest comeback win that they have had since the Iona game in 2012 in the NCAA tournament when they erased a 25-point deficit. Yeah, it was that type of night. Up next, the ambassador of the BYUSN Karma phones in. We welcome Jerem, don't call me Jerome Jordan from California next. This is BYU Sports Nation. No mustache, please. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures. Those are on BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. If one doubleheader of BYU basketball was good, more is always better. Tomorrow on BYU TV, the BYU women tip off against Pepperdine in Provo. Watch it live on BYU TV at 4 p.m. Eastern. Then later that night, also on BYU TV, the men play at Pepperdine at 8 p.m. Eastern. See if you can spot Jerome Jordan on the sideline somewhere. It's going to be tough to find him without that mustache. Our Twitter question, what was the best thing that happened for BYU basketball last night? At DeYoung1993 says, the win. But 28 assists on 32 made baskets is really impressive. Hashtag sharing the ball. Kyle Collinsworth had 15 of those assists. He will join us in about 12 minutes. But first, we welcome in the one, the only. Jerem Jordan on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Jerem, you walk into Gerson Pavilion, and there's a sign that says, R.I.P. Jerem's Mustache. What was that all about? So that was the Ericsson. First off, with it. That was the Ericsson's from Bakersfield. That family of five or six kids and, and parents drove like an hour and a half to go to that game. So that was cool. And then someone had texted me that that sign was in there, and I was like, what? Who are these people? So I, I went over, we took a selfie, I tweeted it out, and that was, that was super cool um, that they acknowledged the mustache. It's funny how many people are like, hey, you look way better with it. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. So I appreciate everyone's mustache thoughts. <laughs> I, think, I was telling Spencer yesterday, I think you should groom it a little bit, you know, trim it up some. And, and I, you know, I, I have a good barber. Kyle Collinsworth has a good barber. It's the same barber, ironically. Uh, and maybe he, you can go to him and he can just touch it up a little bit for you. I'll pay for if, it, too. If, if I was, like, really a man and could grow a mustache, um, see the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samberg, <laughs> I probably would have. I have the same barber as Ben Patch, so you can have Kyle Collins without Ben Patch. Listen, Jeremy, a lot of people after last night's win, because you were there, the chance started again. Jeremy needs to start another winning streak mustache. Is this a no, once-a-year once no, once thing? No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank listen, you for saying that. Thank you. a 15-point deficit on the road. Like, like. That didn't change, right? I think in six of the eight road games, BYU has been down at least 12 in the game, and they've come out with three of those wins, half. So it's, it's tough when BYU digs themselves holes and gets them out. That's, that's my concern. I, I heard what, what you guys were saying in the, the first segment there, and Brian's right. Let's see if BYU can use this and avoid getting down to that point to where it's not a two-point game with four minutes left or whatever it was. The thing is, BYU, let's face it, they play with urgency, and it seems like they play better when they are trailing. So the question is, how does a team like that gain urgency early in the game? Did you hear anything about that last night during your post-game conversations? 
Yeah, talking to Dave Rose, he said, the, the thing I learned the most last night was BYU was relentless. That's the word he used, relentless in the second half. You, you can control to a degree, you know, contested shots, second-chance points, that kind of thing. But if a team's going to shoot 68% from the field and 69 from three, and at one point it was 81%. Which is just field. stupid. That, that is stupid. Good Nick night. Emery said he's never seen an opposing team. He's never played in a game like that where a team shot like that. Mm. Everything was going in. It was crazy. And BYU, was, they were allowing layups, which is on BYU. But some of those open looks, you can contest those better. But if a team's going to make shots, it's tough. And you knew that LMU was going to cool down. BYU felt, Kyle Collinsworth said, we stayed positive, we stuck with it, we knew that they weren't going to shoot that well the whole game. So what does BYU do? They rebound better, they turn up the tempo, they start making shots. In the first 349 of the second half, 17 points. I like that package of threes you guys showed in the first segment. 17 points. Celius, uh, Emery, Emery, boom. All of a sudden, BYU's playing better defense, hitting shots, and it was the game right away. Tons of energy out of the game. Jeremy, when... Uh, did you start to notice uh, just the, the, the tide change and the atmosphere uh, and just the electricity of the crowd uh, really start to turn in BYU's favor? Um, it helps when you don't allow a 20 to nothing run. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the crowd was totally taken out of it. And it was probably 50-50 BYU. And by the way, my high school, every single game, had more students than LMU had in that game. I just want to bring that That's up. That's embarrassing. Also, Come on. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, but LMU's campus, by the way, just side note, beautiful. It's so pretty, so pretty. I super jealous. It's up on a bluff that overlooks LA and the ocean. Like nice. this, this place is legit. This place is legit. The student section, not so much. But to, <laughs> to, but to answer Brian's question, as the, as soon as BYU made a couple shots and got a couple stops, you knew it was different. You could feel the energy, and then the crowd was in it. And the BYU bench, what, the BYU crowd was right behind the bench, so they would come over during timeouts. They would, they would get a lift from that team, and then uh, it ultimately, I think, helped in, and aided them uh, in coming back down 15 in that game. Jeremy, a yes-no question for you now, and you can elaborate if you so choose. Is Kyle Collinsworth underappreciated at BYU because his triple-double thing is becoming kind of a normal situation? I, I, feel, I feel you on the yes angle, but I don't know. I think that BYU fans know exactly what he is, which is the most versatile player in BYU history. If you're talking national, um, a guy that doesn't score a ton just isn't going to be flashy enough to make the highlights. And, like, John Rondo had one last night, so that's going to trump if a triple... Like, if Kyle Collins were set the triple-double record last night, he's making Sports Center, you know, more often and to a greater degree. But I, I think that BYU fans know how special he is. And you guys talked about how he only put up one shot in the first half and then exerted himself more in the second. And he sets the all-time assist record, which is unbelievable. Which he didn't and know he, about when you asked him. He, yeah, exactly. He, he did not know about it. He's like, that was tonight? Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> he was so nonchalant about it, right? And then I believe he's like 18 or 16 away from the rebound record. I mean, he is unbelievable in that, in that way. Like, some people want Jimmer Fredette, that kind of point guard. Mm-hmm. Trust me, there's only one Jimmer Fredette walking through every 30 years, and the guy's name was Danny H. before that. Kyle Collinsworth. A guy like him has never played at BYU. In fact, there's never been a player like Kyle Collinsworth, maybe in NCAA history. If they had kept assists with Oscar Robertson, maybe that'd be a record he'd be still pursuing. But instead, they didn't, and it's Kyle Collinsworth. And it's amazing, amazing to watch. And I'll never forget being there to see the assist record, the triple-double, and BYU 
coming back from that win. And now they play a Pepperdine game, which you guys said is huge, and it is. Yeah, all you do is watch records get broken, man. Last year you watched Tyler Haas set the all-time scoring record at BYU. <laughs> you watched Kyle Collins set the all-time assist record last night. What's next? Nate Austin in fouls, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the re- what if Kyle Collinsworth has like the 16 to set the rebound record? Then it'd be like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, just record. Dude, what, what he's doing is crazy, but it, more importantly is what Brian talked about, which is the leadership that Kyle Collinsworth and Chase Fisher and Nate Austin, they made plays – uh, to lift BYU to victory. They didn't hope that Nick Emery and Zach Selyus hit some shots. Those were role players compared to the main actors of those seniors. Do you think that this triple-double may carry a little bit more weight considering that he only took one attempt uh, in the first half? Sure. I mean, we've seen this in the last two Thursdays for Kyle Collinsworth, where in the first half he is not very involved. Um, at Gonzaga, he only scored two points in the first half. Then he scored 18 in the second. Last night, he only took one field goal. Now, if you recall, on Tuesday, in media availability, he said that he needed to get his uh, teammates more involved because he had a very shooting, poor shooting performance at Portland. So in the second half, when BYU's down 15, when, when it's needed and it's not quite going as well as he sees, he then jumps into the mix and uh, leads the way. I think that's pretty notable. Jerem Jordan joining us from Southern California before he goes and basks in the sun on the beach somewhere and then goes back to work again, carrying the karma to the men's volleyball side. Jerem, you're going to BYU Long Beach State tonight, third-ranked team in the country versus number two. What do you expect from the Cougars in their first real road test of the season? Yeah, good question. I hope they can serve the ball well. Of of course, at elevation, BYU has serving advantage. 4,500 feet, they're used to how the ball floats a little differently. And believe it, believe me, it does. I think in all the sports of BYU, the volleyball is the most affected by the altitude. We always joke, you know, like Texas comes in and wear those Bane masks, you know, and all that kind of thing. In volleyball, the ball floats differently. It really, it really is affected differently when BYU comes to sea level and is at home. So if BYU can serve well, I think they can compete. It's the best match nationally tonight, you know, two or three, as you mentioned. So, Hopefully BYU can at least split, maybe take two this weekend at Long Beach State. That would certainly help them. Jeremy, you are 3-0 and thus far as the official road representative of BYU Sports Nation Karma when it comes to BYU basketball. Brian pointed out yesterday, in fact, I'll let you say it, Brian. What? Don't don't screw this up, man. Okay. <laughs> don't screw it up, bro. It's all on you. Hey, I'm not turning the ball over. Hey. I'm not missing any shots. Hey, and man. I'm playing great defense. What are hey, you talking about? Hey, man, you got it. Whatever you did, your routine, however you brushed your teeth, whatever you ate the, you know, yesterday, whatever the case is, you got to go through the same routine. You have to have the same mindset. You have to have the same spirit. Because if you don't, potentially there could be a loss. And there's a loss. Uh, don't come back to Provo. Listen, wow. 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 Wait, who let Brian in? <laughs> I, got I got a, a, hey, a barbacoa burrito from a key, food man. truck on campus. I got a key right here. I got my key. Oh, you can't see it. But I got a key. If, I can get in I, now. Every time I leave, I'm afraid I'm going to walk into my office. All of a sudden, Brian Logan has like pictures of his family. Up, my jersey. His, his, his two boys. Hey, I'm I almost, like, I almost took a picture. Happened? I almost, I almost took a picture of my wife and then cut a, uh, a picture off, uh, cut her head off and my head off and put it on, on you and your wife. I almost did that. <laughs> I, I think I would notice the difference between me and you, probably. Jerem, good stuff, man. If you want to throw shade towards Brian, just tease him about his pink phone, okay? That's oh, I, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, okay. I, listen, I don't, I don't throw hands. 
Hey, yeah, I don't throw hands either. I, just... I don't throw hands with the LMU student section. Well, you know, oh, hey, so uh, yeah, I, I'm inside right now, so it's rose gold. When I'm outside, then it's pink. <laughs> Jeremy, you, know, jo- you know what I say to that? What's that? What are those? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Whatever you're doing on the beach, in Long Beach, in Malibu, I'm sure you'll uh, have a good time. Just be safe and carry the karma. Sounds good, dude. I, I just hope I have as good a lunch as Dave McCann yesterday. He hung out with Colin Cowherd and ran into him. Oh, my God. And uh, they were buddies in Vegas. Uh, I, by buddies, I mean they were at a competing stations. I was like, Cowherd? Nice. What? That's incredible. That's my best Colin yeah. Coward impersonation. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jerem. We'll talk to you soon, man. Peace out, homies. Jerem Jordan on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. The LMU student section needs to get a rebound. Dude. Come on, man. Mm, that's kind of sad. Do they, yeah. they probably show up in, in hordes for Gonzaga and St. Mary's, probably the rival Pepperdine, but you would think BYU. You would think, yeah, you would think BYU. Whatever. BYU wins. That's all that matters. Coming up, we introduce a brand new segment on the show. I guarantee you will be entertained. Say what? what? This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back, sports friends, on a Friday. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Gymnastics hosts their first tribe meet of the season versus UC Davis and Boise State tonight at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Home debut and the debut of our new gymnastics analyst, Mikkel Merkley. What's up, Mikkel? Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. A second-half rally by the men's basketball team last night, led by 67% shooting from the three-point line, hmm. lifting the Cougars to a 91-80 victory over LMU last night. BYU now taking on Pepperdine. Very interesting, tricky game in Malibu. You can watch that live on BYU TV on Saturday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you didn't know, you better ask somebody about Kyle Collinsworth, who recorded his 10th career triple-double with 10 points, 13 rebounds, and 15 assists. All 10 of those have come after, after Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he tore his ACL. Huh? BYU women's basketball beat LMU 75, or excuse me, women's basketball beat LMU 75-61. They led the WCC now with a record of 7-1. They have won seven straight, 13 of the last 14. Lexi Rydalch had a double-double from her guard position, 28 points, 11 rebounds. I have that as excellent, Brian. Uh, I I do too. Uh, Number three ranked BYU men's volleyball game uh, begins uh, the first of two game series against the nation's second ranked team, Long Beach State. That game will start at 10 Eastern time in Long Beach. Now it's the debut of a new segment on BYU Sports (laughs) Nation. Emphasis on three letters, W-U-T. What? On BYU Sports Nation. We ask the question... After just some head-scratching things, starting with this, number one. LMU shoots 72% in the first half and has a 20-0 run and loses. <gasps> what? What? What is going on? I would be embarrassed, man. How do you have a 20 to nothing run in a game? Uh, yeah. And shoot 72% for an entire half and lose? Yeah, you don't deserve to play. You don't deserve life after that one number two 
BYU's comeback from 15 down last night was their biggest comeback since the 2012 NCAA tourney game versus Iona. What? <laughs> BYU was down 25 in that game against Iona. I I thought there for sure has to be another game where they were down by more than 15. But no, that is the biggest comeback BYU has had since the NCAA tournament record 25-point deficit was erased back in 2012. Well done, Cougars. Number three. This one from at Crazy Coog Fanatic. Kyle Collinsworth has more triple doubles than the team has true road wins this year. Uh, what? <laughs> This this is this is like the emoji. This is the emoji what where you have like the, the three lines and you're just sitting there like what what <laughs> Am I doing the face right? What? He has more triple doubles than they have road wins. That's kind of four for Kyle and three right now for BYU. Now they can equal that tomorrow, but maybe Kyle gets another triple double and keeps the lead. I don't know. What in the world? Number four. BYU just four spots behind the Zags in the latest RPI update. What is happening in the West Coast Conference? Gonzaga is only four spots ahead of BYU in the RPI. The Cougars have six losses. Gonzaga has five losses. How many games did the Zags lose all of last year? Like three, including the NCAA tournament? Hey, time to change. What is happening? The WCC in danger of not getting multiple teams into the dance, perhaps. Unless, of course, BYU goes on a nice run, Brian. Mm -hmm. Number five. Being up one with seven seconds and fouling Gonzaga at midcourt. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the St. Mary's guard was thinking when he fouled Gonzaga. He turned around right to the bench, and if you didn't see it, St. Mary's is up by one. Like, why? With seven seconds... Gonzaga gets the ball, and they foul them, putting the Zags on the free throw line. Why would you foul in that instance? He turned to the bench and said, I thought somebody said foul. But then Gonzaga missed the free throw and bailed him out anyway. Like what? Come on. Number six. 225. Wait, what? Countdown to the Wildcats. 225. That's your Woo! best one ever. That's your hey, best bro, one bro, ever. That was you, bro. That was you, bro. I, That's I'm your taking best no. One ever. I'm taking no credit. That was all you, man. <laughs> that was, dude. Hey, we just had like a Star Wars moment, you know. That was. That was, yeah. The Force. Yes. Thank yeah. you. R two D two. I'm definitely Finn, though, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Who am I? You're. You gotta be Ray. Okay. Mean, not because like. Ray. Not because like the girl or nothing, but. Kyle Collinsworth joins us next. (laughs) BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan doing it live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of this show live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. We had one doubleheader yesterday. Uh, That was great. Uh, And we will have another one. Uh, tomorrow on BYU TV, the BYU women tip off against Pepperdine in Provo. You can watch that live on BYU TV at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, then later that night, also on BYU TV, the men play at Pepperdine at, at 8 p.m. Eastern. A man who will play in that game and a man who now holds an NCAA record 10 triple doubles to his credit. BYU point guard Kyle Collinsworth joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Kyle, first and most importantly, what inspired the new haircut, my friend? Uh, 
I don't know. I just want it a little shorter on the sides. Same look, same comb over, but just a little shorter. A little more sleek. Are you faster with the new hairdo? I am faster. That's the biggest thing. I just want to get a little quicker, a little more explosive. I like so. it, man. Was that was that your doing? Because you know we we both go to Lewis, the barber. Yeah. Uh, was that your doing, or was that his inspiration? Uh, I called the shot, and he he uh, he finished it. Made a great haircut. He executed and, the play. Quicker. You called the yeah, play. Yeah, quicker out there. Nice. Kyle, we've been asking BYU Sports Nation, what was the best thing that happened for BYU basketball from a big-picture stance last night? What do you think was the best thing that happened for your team last night? Obviously just winning, just getting the the win, but I would say uh, just the way we shared the ball last night. I don't know how many assists we had at the team, but I know it was a lot, and the ball was moving, and we were able to get out, transition, and find each other as teammates compared to uh, the Portland game. So it was a big difference on offense, moving the ball, and it was a big em- emphasis for us, and it was good. Good to see. 28 assists for the record on okay. 32 made baskets. So now you know the math, man. Nice. <laughs> uh, Kyle, did you know how close you were to another triple-double last night? When I was on the free throw line, I I knew somebody said something to me. So, and it's kind of ironic because when I played in the WCC tournament against Portland, I got my sixth triple double on the free throw line. So it's kind of cool to do that. Is it extra yeah, gratifying? Is it extra gratifying doing it at the free throw line when you know you had your your growing pains and your struggles a couple of years ago there? Yeah, I think so for sure. You know, I've improved a lot. There in, in that part of my game, so it, it's just cool to be able to capitalize from an area where I've improved a lot. Who was hard at? Yeah, who was the teammate or coach or fan that that let you know, like, hey, you need to make this free throw? I don't remember who it was. Someone on the sideline on our <laughs> on our bench. So, so I, I didn't get to see it, but and maybe you did. Uh, they, the guys were telling me that there was a triple double watch sign in the arena last night. So when you were making you know, your points and your stats, uh, they were just updating it. Did you see that? Yeah, this little boy had a sign. <laughs> and after the game, I went and signed up for him. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, Kyle Collins with joining us from Southern California. BYU beat LMU last night 91-80. He had his 10th NCAA record, 10th triple-double. Now, the, here's the funny thing. You took one shot in the first half, and it came in the final minute. Did you realize that you had only taken one shot in the first half? Uh, yeah, but my main focus is going to the game was getting everyone involved and okay. getting them going. You know, I wasn't worried about scoring and just doing my job. And I knew points would come eventually just with how I play and uh, the style that we play. So I was just trying to get everybody else going, and it paid off in the second half. We got some big momentum, and people hit big shots. Yeah, at first I thought you were uh, kind of mad at the world and was doing the Kobe Bryant on us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't shoot like Kobe Bryant. I won't shoot <laughs> 30 times a game. But. Kyle Collinsworth with us on BYU Sports Nation. That's a good thing, you know, that you've, you've yeah, opted to stay away from the Kobe mantra. It seems like this team plays with an added measure of urgency and just – Overall, better when you're trailing. So with that in mind, Kyle, how do you become the team that plays with that type of urgency and that energy early in the game? 
Um, just to realize the importance of every game that we play, just the value, you know, chasing the, the championship in this league is that every game is huge for us. So if we just have that mindset and just take it one day at a time, one practice at a time, and one game at a time and just put everything we have into that game and into those moments in each game, if we can get that mindset and do better at that, we'll realize. Because every game's huge. We we got a break last night. Gonzaga lost, and so we just got to handle our business and take it one game at a time. And just from the very tip off, we just value every possession on both offense and defense. Kyle, this to me seems uh, like a very emotional win. You guys, you know, came back, uh, got another triple double. Uh, and, and it kind of almost sets up the stage that was very similar to uh, Gonzaga. Uh, how do you guys try to stay even kill, uh, turn the page very quickly, uh, so you don't have another upset like you did going to the Portland game? I think I like what I just said is just focusing and staying in the moment and not looking ahead and just taking it. You know, just focus. We have practice today at one. Just focus on that and don't worry about the game just focus on practice today and when the game the game comes focus on that so we just got to stay in the moment stay in the present and give it all we have uh when the game comes on saturday is that something that that you guys as as seniors uh take it upon yourself to to relay that message or is that something that that coach rose um tells to the team a little bit of both but you know as you've been there before as players something that is kind of dangerous is when you start looking ahead in the future because yep. that can cause anxiety and get your mind wandering. So for me as an individual, I just try to stay in the present and handle business in the moment, and then, you know, the future turns out a lot better. So I'm just trying to help the rest of my team and these young guys just to not overwhelm themselves and just stay in the moment and not let their minds wander and think too much about the future because it's just going to cause anxiety. So stay in the moment, handle business. The NCAA triple-double king Kyle Collinsworth joining us from Southern California. The Cougars play at Pepperdine tomorrow in Malibu. You can watch that game on BYU TV tipping at 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. Kyle, how much do you know about Pepperdine and their style of play with this year's specific team? I don't know much about this year, but... I know the previous years they've they've had our number and they're very tough, especially at their their home floor. So it's going to be a great battle. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll be ready. Pepperdine tomorrow for BYU. Look, everyone is concerned about you and your health and your fatigue. Are you are you feeling okay, man? Are you tired? Yeah, I'm feeling good. A couple a uh, couple little injuries last night, but nothing serious. Okay. Okay. What's your what's your go, what's your go to meal? How do you, what's your energy meal on a game day? Um, I like to eat uh, some dark leafy greens, spinach, with some chicken and some fruit. Spinach. I like doing that. And so, in the morning, I like having a big omelet. And yeah, I like having a big omelet. So it's not the double granola, triple blueberry parfait. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> By the way, you, my yeah. man. Okay. All right, my friend. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for the time, Kyle. Congratulations again. Uh, we're thrilled for you, and good luck against Pepperdine. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
Kyle Collinsworth on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Some leafy greens, big omelet, spinach. Popeye approach, man, spinach. That all sounds super tasty. (laughs) Nope, I don't want none of that. Oh, it really is. No greens. I can do the omelet, but. But look at his physique, though, man. I mean, he, yeah, even my, my wife last night said, he looks really strong and cut. See, I and I was channel. like, stop watching the game. The stop right watching there. the game. Like, Here's your <laughs> Put your hands over, over your eyes. The Cougar Whip Round hits next. A loaded weekend ahead. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. At this point, we generally do the whip, but we've got a little bit of breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. BYU Sports Nation has just learned from the West Coast Conference that because of the Pacific penalties, the men's team is not going to participate in this year's West Coast Conference tournament, creating a nine-team format on the men's side, which means there will be an 8-9 play-in game. The winner of that 8-9 play-in game will take on the top seed in the conference, and that number one seed very much still to be determined St. Mary's, Gonzaga, even BYU still on the running for that top seed to take on the winner of the 8-9 Would you game. say even Pepperdine is up there? Technically, maybe. yes, could, because Pepperdine there. took care of St. Mary's in Malibu. They're a weird mm-hmm. team. Yeah. They're a tricky team. And BYU has man. them tomorrow. This got me excited. I'm excited. Now, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. A second half rally led by 67% shooting from three lifted the Cougars to a victory over LMU last night, 91 to 80. The Cougars will play Pepperdine tomorrow in Malibu on BYU TV at 8 Eastern. Uh, and speaking of inspired second halves, after attempting just one field goal in the first half, Kyle Collinsworth recorded his 10th career triple double with 10 points. 13 rebounds and 15 assists. Oh, and also he finished the night with 579 career assists, enough to pass Matt Montague for the most career assists in Brigham Young history. Women's basketball. And if you missed anything, Brian just gave the update in about 30 I, seconds. I, right there. <laughs> I was BYU in a, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> BYU women's basketball beat LMU 75-61. They now lead the WCC with a record of 7-1. They've won seven straight overall, getting votes in both polls now. Lexi Rydalch had 28 points, 11 rebounds in that victory. They will host Pepperdine tomorrow to try and go to 8-1 in conference play on BYU TV at 4 Eastern. Volleyball. Number three ranked BYU men's volleyball begins the first of a two-game series against the nation's second-ranked team, Long Beach State. That game will start at 10 Eastern time in the LBC. Gymnastics. Women's gymnastics in their home debut tonight, a tri-meet hosting UC Davis and Boise State. You can watch that on BYU TV starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. Cougars in the PGA. After round one at the Career Builder Challenge, Daniel Summerhays is tied 76 at two under par. Zach Blair is tied for 99th at one under par. 
Cougars in the NFL. Thank you, Brian. Alani Fua and the Arizona Cardinals travel to face the Carolina Panthers this weekend in the NFC Championship game. What a rookie season for Alani Fua to be involved with the Cardinals. That game kicks off at 6.40 p.m. Eastern on Fox on Sunday. Swimming and diving. To the the Super Bowl in San Francisco, my hometown. And he said he's going to buy me a Super Bowl ticket. Are you going to get a Super Bowl ticket if they go? Yeah, he said, hey, if I make an NFL, man, I'm buying everything for everybody. I was like, okay, got you, homie. Uh, BYU hosts Utah this weekend, tomorrow. Uh, wait, a Utah team that will travel to Provo. Oh. Remember, safety first. <laughs> tennis. And we troll on. <laughs> Men's tennis hosting Weber State today at 7.30 Eastern, while the women's tennis team traveling to Virginia in what we are calling the Bronco Mendenhall <laughs> Invitational. Jimmer! <laughs> The Jimmer Fredette and the Dub Knicks face the Raptors 905 tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, Raptors 905. That's real. Softball. BYU picked to once again sweep the three major conference awards according to College Sports Madness and their preseason predictions. Gordon Eakin picked as Coach of the Year, McKenna Bull, Pitcher of the Year, and Gordy Bravo as Field Player of the Year, all in the WCC. That was a loaded whip. Good that grief. Was, that was Future loaded. guests include Anson Winder on Monday. Anson and his take on what went down against LMU and Pepperdine. Of course, the Pepperdine game played tomorrow on BYU TV at 8 p.m. Eastern. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. We're giving it to Kyle Collinsworth. We should not underappreciate what he has done and what he has meant to BYU basketball. He's such a unique player. I cannot wait to see his future after BYU. I, I, I really want, man, I, I really want to see uh, how NBA scouts and how his, his projections is right now, but I want to see that translate to the next level. He said he wanted to be known as the best defensive point guard in the country. Working on that outside shot as well. Kyle Collins with well-deserving. Our Twitter question, what's the best thing that happened for BYU basketball last night? To the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Jordan Hoke 22, we won, and we did it coming back from down big. Now we need to stop getting down big in the first place going forward. Hey, man, that's what I said, man. Little little Drake, you know, little Justin Bieber, uh, not Taylor Swift, will take care of that, get the adrenaline flowing a little bit, uh, and they can come out shooting lights out. See, I would think you like Taylor Swift because you have a pink phone. Whatever. Ooh, that <laughs> e- got me. Elite tweet of the day at JV Fiso says the best thing that happened last night, my kids didn't wake up to my yelling at the TV. <laughs> Hashtag rise and shout, but quietly. Quietly. Thanks to Kyle Collinsworth, Jerem Jordan, everyone on our crew. Show on demand. Download the podcast on iTunes for Brian. I'm Spencer. Shout out to Russell Larkin.